Yes, it's the Harry Mango Show! Hello, my cornball cronies. This is your sappy sister, Sanborn Smith, and her puke-inducing padre cast, Beware the Harry Mango. Today's story is about survival at any cost, or at least the cost of a new sofa. Serious shit for a dumpy little show like this, I admit. The title sounds like pure pulp goodness, so just focus on that while I disappoint you with the rest of Daryl and the Davenport of Death. Daryl and the Davenport of Death by Matthew Sanborn Smith. The cabin was freezing. The fire was out again. It had taken Daryl a good seven hours to get it going because all he had to rub together were two icicles. He walked away to make a sandwich and now the fireplace had nothing to show for his efforts but smoke. He was out of icicles too. Daryl scooped some frost out of the freezer and caught a squirrel and rubbed those together. This time the fire started up in moments. Live and learn. He watched it for a while this time. Suddenly his couch shoved him out of the way and threw itself onto the fire. What the hell? Daryl yelled. Then he saw the problem. A white tag on the bottom of the couch was printed with the words flame retardant. You son of a bitch! Daryl howled and launched himself at the couch. The couch was heavier, but Daryl was more awkward. They wrestled a bit, but by the time Daryl got the upper hand, the fire was out. Daryl ran outside and slammed the door. It may be able to put out a fire, but he was willing to bet it couldn't twist a doorknob. Outside was actually slightly warmer than inside, but he was still going to die if he didn't get warmer than that. He was all out of freezer frost, and when he rubbed two squirrels together, they did get hot, but instead of fire, all he got was a bunch of baby squirrels. He grabbed his wood chopping axe and rubbed the blade against what was left of his wood pile. Actually, he had quite a bit of wood, as he hadn't been able to set fire to much of it. But rubbing the blade against the wood only got him wood shavings. Then he had the idea of rubbing the wood shavings. But with what? Aha! He reached in his pocket and pulled out a bottle of sensual massage oil, it's better that you don't ask, and rubbed that on the wood shavings. Although the wood shavings felt incredibly relaxed and eventually drifted off to sleep, they didn't catch fire. Then Daryl had another idea. He took out his lighter and set fire to the whole flammable mess. Unfortunately, Daryl was also covered with oil, as he had really thrown himself into the wood shaving massage, and unlike the couch, he wasn't flame retardant. He was on fire. There was no pleasing this guy. He failed to appreciate his newfound warmth and instead complained loudly, using only vowels. Even more suddenly than the last time that I said suddenly, Daryl's couch leapt through the window and landed upon him, smothering the flames beneath its cool, comfy cushions. That was really nice of you, Daryl said to the highly animate object, but I'm still going to die if I don't do something drastic. Using the last of his strength, Daryl threw aside his axe and sliced open the couch with his lighter and crawled inside for warmth. Or cooling. Or whatever it was he needed. It was almost a brilliant move because Daryl would have survived the night like that if the couch hadn't digested him. It was the last thing he would have expected. It was the last thing the couch would have expected, in fact. But neither of them could have imagined what flavor the open flame brought out in him. If this story lit your Chesterfield, you can puff it and other lucky strikes at the URL of the Tasty Pell-Mell, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Rave without the dancing or the meth in the comments for this post, or Ava email me and we'll shrive for excellence at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or just burns with passion at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com, you know what I mean? Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? BewareTheHairyMango.com, goddammit! The SF and SF signal stands for Slightly Frosty, which is exactly the sort of reception you might get if you barge into their headquarters unannounced. However, if you rub a squirrel on that reception, you light a flame in their hearts or burn the place to the ground, whichever. Tell your local haberdashering gourmet on the street that she'll love listening to this show or I'll eat my hat. Wait, that's what she'd like me to do. Clever marketing ploy, local haberdashering gourmet on the street. Twitter with glitter that the prettiest of ponies eschew the green green grass of home in order to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and devour the green green grass of my yard, which I guess is home for me, especially since the city knocked down my house. Subscribe through the PayPal link on the home away from home page and get a mouthload of shaving scum, the official newsletter would be where the hairy mango. You not only get mango store 
stories before your friends do, but you also get them before your enemies do, and that'll help you plot against them. JPEG your mango-inspired fan art to my wall by jiggling it over to BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Be the latest edition on the man gallery and show off to your one friend who has a computer. This podcast cleans out the old tar all over your new white carpet using an enema bag filled with a liquefied Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 unported license. Gagging on my own words, this is your heavy-duty host, and that's D-O-O-D-I-E, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you it's the empty can that makes the most noise. My can doesn't make any noise at all. I should probably flush once in a while. Good night. Suddenly his coach... his coach... (laughs) Suddenly his coach benched him. (laughs) Jiggling on over here.